Tonight on KXAN News at 6, snow across the country plus the busiest travel time of the year. It's a travel equation that is not adding up. What you need to know to get to where you need to go this Thanksgiving. And a frigid, rainy start to the weekend. How long this weather pattern lasts? Coming up. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. Well, it is not even Thanksgiving yet, but we are already feeling like we're in a chill tonight. Uh, it's uh, that's because we've had uh, some. Uh, well, uh, we are having problems there with the prompter. Sorry about that. We're not the only ones that are having issues with uh, not just the prompter, but with the weather. Areas stretching from Colorado to the Great Lakes are covered in snow tonight, prompting air travel delays across the country. We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, let's turn it over to Sean. Sean, I'm going to stop stepping all over my words and give it to you <laughs> to tell us about the forecast. Hey, you know what? It's cold out there. It's understandable. Now it is, is it working? It's it works. <laughs> We're dealing with temperatures into the 30s. We've had wind chills all day long into the 30s as well. It's been frigid. Uh, we started off your morning here with temperatures close to freezing in a few areas. Even had a few reports of some sleep pellets out into Lampasas County, into uh, portions of the hill country. So yeah, you know it's cold out there. Temperatures though still remaining above freezing. So not expecting any icy conditions or anything like that. But you can see still dealing with some light rain, no longer widespread or heavy, but some periods of light rain will continue to be possible here through the next a few hours. You could see that showing up on the radar, drier conditions in the hill country. And then just some scattered rain and drizzle here in the metro and out towards the east. Overall, not a big deal, but again, these temperatures right now still very chilly. 30s out in the hill country. You need the jacket everywhere. Florence at 35, 39 even out at the airport. And then out towards the east, we're into the 30s and 40s as well. What you see is what you get here through the overnight. I don't expect uh, much of a cool down here. The temperatures remaining pretty steady. Luckily, the winds are dying down. We had some gusty winds throughout the day. Morning lows for the next couple of days. You will still absolutely need that heater blasting. Uh, it is going to be a cold one. This pattern lasting for a few more days. And tomorrow, look at this. We stay in the 40s once again. It'll be a few degrees warmer than today, but still frigid. And yes, though, we do get a little bit of a break with the rain overnight into tomorrow. Rain chances really ramp back up tomorrow night into Monday morning. We'll have that for you coming up in First Morning Weather. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Well, this weather isn't stopping people in San Marcos from getting a jump on the holiday season tonight. Check out this live look at the Tanger Outlets in San Marcos. Beautiful. There you go. They are lighting up their holiday tree. They lit it up just in time for our broadcast. Thank you for your cooperation. We're glad the weather has cooperated too long enough for folks out in San Marcos to enjoy this beautiful sight, even if for just a moment. And if you're in Austin, mark your calendar. The Zilker tree lights up one week from tomorrow, Sunday, November the 27th. Okay, it's cold here in Austin, but there's cold and then there's Buffalo cold. Check this out. Much of the western New York area continues to see historic snowfall. This weekend, some areas around Buffalo have over six feet of snow. So far, this November is already the third snowiest on record at the Buffalo airport with 11 days still left in the month. Combine this kind of snow with the start of the holiday travel season, and it's no surprise that airports are seeing big-time delays. FlightAware reports more than 2,000 flights canceled today, stretching from Denver to Chicago to New York. You pray, you make it. You have to have buffers, a buffer there and a buffer back. That's good advice. If you're flying, the four busiest travel days are the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, the Saturday and Sunday after Thanksgiving, 
And then yesterday was one of them as well, the Friday before Thanksgiving. Looking in depth now, speaking of yesterday, it was the second busiest day ever at Austin Bergstrom International Airport. More than 36,000 passengers departed out of a U.S. Friday. The only other day busier was October 24th when more than 43,000 people flew out of AUS the Monday after F1 weekend. Nearly 55 million people are expected to travel this Thanksgiving, either by flying or driving. And if you're driving, here's a good thing to know. Travel experts say the Wednesday before Thanksgiving from 11 a.m. all the way to 8 p.m. is typically the busiest time on the roads. Austin police say they are investigating two separate shootings that happened today, both around 1 o'clock this afternoon. The first at a home in northeast Austin on Ariel Drive. That's near Palmer Lane and Dessau Lane. APD hasn't said much about this shooting, but Austin Travis County EMS tells us the person shot was taken to the hospital with critical life-threatening injuries. The second shooting happened at the CLO at Domain Apartments in North Austin. Police say they responded to a call of multiple shots fired at this complex on Galewood Drive. When they got there, they found one person was injured. Austin Travis County EMS says they took that person to the hospital with potentially life-threatening injuries. Coming up, a desperate plea from a local animal shelter why they're at critical capacity and the animals most in need. And while we slowly dry on out area-wide and our rain chances get lower overnight into tomorrow morning, look at this, they ramp back up tomorrow afternoon. We're dealing with multiple chances of additional rain here. I'll have that Thanksgiving Day forecast for you as well coming up. More than the dogs are making noise at the Williamson County Regional Animal Shelter, those who run it are pleading with the community to help. The shelter is at a critical capacity for medium and large adult dogs with nearly 200. Ideal capacity is around half of that. The no-kill shelter experiences overcrowding every year, but this time they say it's different. I think that this year has been exceptional in that there just hasn't been any ebb and it's been all flow. Um, and we've just been at critical capacity for now months on end. Yeah, she says the overcrowding started in June. She says ways that you can help include adopting or fostering a dog, volunteering at the shelter, or making a donation. You can also share the shelter's pleas on social media. Well, the cold, wet weather did not dampen the spirits of some big-hearted people today, helping with an ever-growing need in our community. 180 volunteers with the group El Buen Samaritino handed out more than 1,000 Thanksgiving meal kits to families in need. The kits include a turkey and side dishes. The event is part of the group's Hand for Hope program. This holiday season, they'll feed more than 3,000 families. The head of the year-long pantry says because of the economy, they're seeing lines now similar to the height of the pandemic. These uh, families are continuing to work and yet having to make very difficult decisions about whether they pay for rent or they pay for food or health care or you know other basic necessities. Money raised through Hands for Hope will assist El Buen expand food access to people living in food deserts, those who cannot cook at home or those that don't have transportation. And this rainy Saturday brought us some beneficial rainfall totals for many areas, about two-tenths of an inch out in Burnett. Saw nearly a quarter at Camp Mabry, over a quarter of an inch out at the airport. 
over a quarter of an inch in the Taylor area as well. But boy, was it chilly at 48 degrees for a high temperature. That was shortly after midnight because those daytime temperatures stayed into the upper 30s and low 40s. Well below average. How long does this weather pattern last? I'll have that for you coming up in First Morning Weather. It has been a long time coming for the Hamilton family in Williamson County. They've been caring for three adult sons with special needs in a travel trailer since the winter storm destroyed their house almost two years ago. But tonight, they are wrapped up in a cozy new home and in the arms of the community who has supported them along the way. Sam Stark has their story. After the 2021 freeze, Emily Hamilton heard that her mother's church friend Lily's home was in need of major repairs. Lily's pipes had burst, she had no running water, and she needed an accessible shower for her son. So we decided that uh, we would do a fundraiser and play some music and raise enough money to come fix their plumbing. They raised the funds to fix the plumbing, but when Emily and her husband Chris went to their house, they were surprised to see the storm had inflicted much more damage than they realized. With the support of the Georgetown community and some anonymous donors, they built Lily and Bill Black a new home. Today, after months of living in a trailer with their three adult sons with special needs, Lily and Bill got to tour their new digs. Cool. Wow. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot believe it. Yeah. I'm just overwhelmed and my breath just taken away. The Hamilton's friends say there has never been a couple more deserving of this gift. Lily and Ben are now in their late 70s and on top of four biological children, they have adopted eight kids with special needs over the years. We have a family of 12 children. Yeah. We have three, Jeff and David and John, who are with us and are probably going to be with us. Emily and Chris said that their charitability doesn't stop at their children. That was evident by today's walkthrough. Dozens of people huddled inside to watch the Black family tour their new home. Sniffles could be heard around the room, and everywhere you looked, people were hugging. Sam Stark, KXAN News. First warning weather with meteorologist Sean Kelly. Well, good Saturday evening, everyone. Hopefully you're staying warm. Hopefully you're holding off on binge-watching some shows and some movies. It's one way to stay warm, stay inside. Uh, because it was a rainy day as well. Luckily, the rain is tapering off. Things are getting a little bit better, but boy, is it cold. 39 at the hour here with the wind still out of the north, 17 miles per hour. We'll see some pockets of light rain and drizzle through the next few hours, but generally, as we get closer towards midnight, I do expect things to get a little bit drier out there. Look at this. Temperatures all across the areas into the 30s. 37 in Georgetown. It's 37 in Lano. The entire day today was spent with wind chills into the 30s. Temperatures overnight should hover basically wherever they're at right now. They're not going to really move into tomorrow morning. More of the same upper 30s and low 40s. Tomorrow, we warm up by a few degrees, maybe a high near 45 degrees. Still just unseasonably chilly. And you can thank the winds today gusting out of the north. Luckily, they continue to get lighter and lighter, and that will make it feel a little bit better. Not as cold tomorrow as what we dealt with uh, today. Looking at those rainfall totals, we saw upwards of a quarter of an inch for some, up to about a half an inch here in the metro. Uh, again, dealing with, again, those conditions today, seeing up to about a half an inch in Williamson County. And these are the areas that, again, need the rain. We are in that uh, extreme drought for many. 
over a quarter of an inch into land passes, some higher totals down through Bastrop, and we still have more to get through. Even some reports of some sleet pellets falling from the sky in land passes, not expecting any icy conditions overnight as temperatures for everyone will remain above freezing. Maybe a few ice pellets falling from the sky in San Saba. Again, some scattered drizzle and light rain still in the metro and down towards the south into the east, but this should dry as we progress here towards midnight. Midnight, we'll still see some pockets of drizzle, but overall some improving conditions. Dry mainly tomorrow morning, but we'll start to see a few isolated uh, showers throughout the day. Watch what happens Sunday evening. Widespread rain, moderate rain, 930, moving in after midnight, maybe even some heavy rain at times, just in time, unfortunately, for the morning commute on Monday. So we've got another round of widespread rain uh, heading our way tomorrow evening into Monday morning and this time around we could see even more rain on top of what we've already seen. Unfortunately, the hill country kind of missing out, but here in the metro on out towards the east, maybe about a half an inch to three fourths of an inch, which would certainly help out our drought situation. Of course, with the rain mold count will continue to increase 37 degrees for a low. 45 tomorrow if we're lucky here cloudy skies all day long remember the majority of tomorrow will be dry it's gonna be tomorrow evening where we start to see that rain chance ramp up especially sunday night and then especially monday morning two more days in the 40s then we gradually warm up heading towards thanksgiving this is kxan sports brought to you by thomas j henry texas facing an old bugaboo the much improved kansas jayhawks who had the longhorns number last year and who made things very tough for Texas back in 2019. The Longhorns needed this one to continue to have a shot at the Big 12 championship game. Steve Sarkeesian and Lance Leopold were bundled up for this one. Keelan Robinson, not so much pregame. First quarter, no score. Roshan Johnson gets the handoff. And Johnson, he's been steady as they come all year. This 22-yard run was set up a first and goal for Texas. They give it to Bijan Robinson on second and goal, and you know how that story ends. Touchdown for Robinson, 13th of the season, 7-0 Texas. Let's give it to Bijan Robinson again. Robinson bouncing to the outside, and he hits Paydirt to make it 14-0 Texas. Quinn Ewer is going to get involved, a little screen pass over to Keelan Robinson with his full uniform on this time, and he goes into the end zone for the score to make it 24-0 Texas. Pure domination at this point. But how about Bijan Robinson? What a day for him. Starts inside, bounce outside. No one can catch him. He does get stopped out of bounds at the one-yard line with one second left. And then Robinson, well, he's just going to go over the top of everybody for the touchdown. 31-0 Texas, 172 yards and three touchdowns in the first half for Robinson. And he wasn't done in the second half. Bijan, look at this. Just weaving through. No one's going to stop him this time at all. 38-0 Longhorns. Best day of B. John Robinson's career. 25 carries, 243 yards, a career high, and four touchdowns. Texas rolls in this one, 55-14, to improve to 7-4, 5-3 in the Big 12. It wasn't just B. John Robinson who had a banner day running the football. Today was the first time Texas rushed for over 400 yards in the game in six seasons. They ran for 427 yards total. 399 yards, uh, actually my math is off, but a lot better than the 28 yards rushing against TCU last week. Jonathan Brooks also ran for over 100 yards, rushing for 108 with two touchdowns. Texas has one more game left Friday at 11 a.m. against Baylor at Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. 
They were in a crazy game earlier. What a finish in Waco between the Bears and fourth-ranked TCU. Go to McLean Stadium, fourth quarter, Baylor down six. Blake Schaefman finding Kelsey Johnson on the 12-yard touchdown pass to put the Bears up 21-20. Later, Baylor up eight. Amari DiMarcato for TCU powers his way in for the touchdown. TCU couldn't convert the two-point conversion to tie it, so it's 28-26. Final second, same score. TCU with one last chance. They've got no timeout, so they got to hurry to set up a Griffin-Kell field goal. And, well, yeah, it does go through, as you can see from the score, from 40 yards out. TCU remains undefeated. They keep their college football playoff hopes alive as they beat Baylor 29-28. The UT women's basketball team began their tournament in the Bahamas, faced quite a challenge off the rip. The action from Paradise Island with sports continues. Rough day in paradise for the UT women's basketball team. Let's show you real quick what went down between them and Marquette in the battle for Atlanta's tournament. First game uh, of the tournament for Texas. Shea Holly's got to get the pass and make this layup right here. But not much going well for Texas today. They fall to Marquette, 68-61. First time Marquette has defeated a top three program in school history. Mike? All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Hope to see you back here at 10 o'clock. Have a great night.